supervisor's meeting is disjointed and odd. April 12, 2022. By Jerry Gelliff. In a meeting punctuated by accusations, special counsel talk, and missing records, the Exeter Township supervisors were able to get some business conducted. The agenda was clogged with 24 items, making for a meeting that lasted longer than two and a half hours. Among those items was the call for a forensic audit by Supervisor Dave Hughes. Calling it a desperate need, Hughes made his points about why a forensic audit was needed, listing the missing financial records from the RCC and the DCED report which contains two accounting errors, including a $1.8 million overstatement on the township balance sheet. That money is connected to the sewer accounts receivable account. The conversation turned to the validity of an audit, with all in favor, and Chair Carl Staples asking for the board to set the parameters of the audit. Hughes was insistent that it must be taken up, to which Staples agreed again, asking to plan it out, and asking for clarity as to scope. Hughes got indignant, recalling statements by Staples about looking backwards not allowing us to move forward. It seemed that Hughes couldn't hear Staples' agreement. Supervisor George Bell asked for specificity, saying he'd be in full agreement and on board with the spending of the people's money. Reeser asked to narrow down costs and what we're looking for. Hughes then said he wanted to remove his request for the audit after a minor quibble over what the cost per hour might be. Staples and Bell brought the conversation back on track, and it ended with the thought that Hughes should do an investigation as to what company should be hired to do the audit, and report that back to the board. Supervisor Michelle Kirker brought up again the idea that a company called the Devil's Advocate should be hired to do an audit of solicitor fees of the past, but general agreement was that one of these items at a time was as much as should move forward. Agreement was reached on the investment of wastewater treatment plant proceeds currently sitting in the bank. Bell recommended a six and nine month CD, ladder, to take advantage of improving interest rates. His initial suggestion was for $13 million on each ladder, but Hughes suggested $15 million each, citing $30 million being available for such an enterprise. That was passed 4 to 0, with Bell abstaining due to his wish to avoid any possible conflict of interest that could come from his job. Changes were made to meeting dates for budget reviews, one being a quarterly review the other being the 2021 review. Dates had been set at the previous meeting, but needed to be changed because once again the township administration has nearly zero ability to read a calendar, not seeing a clear conflict on the township calendar on one date. On April 21st, the quarterly review will happen, and on May 2nd, the 2021 review. Both will be open to the public, of course. An insurance claim for damages to the WWTP in the amount of $921,898.77 was discussed. With Hughes suggesting that $175,000 of it should go to the general fund to replace what was taken from reserves to balance the budget, and the rest should go into the food and beverage fund at the RCC to help offset the costs of the repairs to the clubhouse building, to get it ready for a vendor to come in. Unanimous vote on that motion. Two police vehicles will be purchased for $61,500 each to replace two older vehicles, and one of the seven leaf backs will be sold on the Municipid website. A terse conversation between Hughes and Finance Director Jennifer Savage concerning the engagement letter from Herbine and Company for this year's audit yielded an exchange about the presence of administrative overreach. The engagement letter sets the scope of what will be done in the audit, and requires a signature under the heading of, this letter correctly sets forth the understanding of Exeter Township, with a line for a signature, and the title of the signer. 
The letter is dated January 27, but was not disseminated to the board. Hughes only found out about it because he asked for it last week. It is signed by Savage, but not dated. Every paper trail I've ever seen has time stamps on them, and this is something that would require that to make it a matter of record. I've witnessed numerous government clerks standing at a time clock stamping machine running one piece of paper after another through it to get a time stamp on it. Hughes' contention is about the sloppiness of the handling of township documents, and was a direct accusation that Savage undertook authority that she did not have. Her explanation was that the letter came on the same day in April that Hughes asked for it, and chiming in from the back of the room, you can believe me or not believe me, that's up to you, which was what my then teenage daughter used to say to me when lying about something she'd done that I knew she was misrepresenting. Another item of interest is the hiring of a special counsel. In the printed agenda, it stated, discussion and possible action regarding hiring special counsel. Both Mike Jupina and I called out to the board for clarification on what they were approving because the wording was so vague. We both thought in the D.C. sense of what a special counsel is, which is an investigatory group. After three or four questions to the solicitor, and just as many vague answers, we were finally told that the special counsel was to handle legal matters, and not to investigate. The firm approved is McMain, Connell, and Linehauser of Westchester. The areas of expertise that they'd bring that pertain are governmental entity representation and civil rights defense, and labor and employment, law. Nothing else seems to fit the heading of what a township would need from them. Secondary conversation on this item from me is that the board was very concerned about the cost of a forensic audit team, but no one mentioned a word about what this would cost. So they have a gun to their heads on this. It's not a choice, it's a necessity. Time will tell what this is about, but it doesn't sound cheap. There were also exhausting exchanges about the missing records at the RCC, an item about the RCC charging the township for the Festival of Lights event, and a $300,000 insurance claim related to $2.7 million of misapplied funds at the RCC. This money was channeled toward the fixes needed at the RCC. All planning and zoning items were put through, a new HVAC unit was approved for the RCC for Blansky, Inc., though no dollar figure was offered. Police Chief Wendell Morris cautioned residents to make sure to lock their vehicles while at big box stores in Exeter, and in the Crestwood neighborhood, as thieves have been active in those areas. The next meeting will be on April 25 at 7 p.m.